the AirPods 3 look like the AirPods Pro. Same oblong buds and shorter, more angled stems with a virtual force sensor button for media control. But there are some critical differences. There's no silicon tips for people who find that annoying or downright painful. Also, spatial audio for a truly immersive experience, but no active noise cancelling. Adaptive EQ, which constantly corrects the audio based on how exactly the butt is sitting or moving in your ear, but no transparency mode. Much better find my if you lose a pod, longer battery life, MagSafe and sweat and water resistance in the case, and so much more functionality thanks to years of AudioOS updates that they're not just a whole entire 3D soundstage in your ears, they're basically external cybernetics, if only they weren't so annoying sometimes. Let me explain. I'm Renee Ritchie, thanks to CuriosityStream with Nebula for sponsoring. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss all of the reviews I have coming your way, like this one, for the brand new AirPods 3. Yes, AirPods 3 look like the love child of AirPods 2 and AirPods Pro, which I personally think is great. Same iconic style, but edgier design. And most importantly, it leaves an option for people who really don't like anything literally in their ears because it's uncomfortable or it's painful. And I mean, I'm the opposite. My ears have been so mangled by a decade of Brazilian jujitsu. I need those little silicon tips just for them to have even a fighting chance staying inside. But that's why having these options is so critically important, except for the double tap because switching to the force sensor for media control is way, way better because it means I no longer feel like I'm combo smacking myself in the brainstem every time I want to skip an audio track. Now, I am still missing colors. The consumer end of iPod, iPhone, iPad, even Mac and HomePod mini now all have colors. AirPods only the high end, the Macs, and I get it, white's iconic. It is the gloss that has launched a million iTunes ads, but I'd still love to see the full-on range of Apple chromatics here with the you know consumer-level AirPods. Setup is as easy as ever, which is great. Add it to your iPhone and it iCloud propagates to all your other Apple devices, assuming you have other Apple devices, which I assume a lot of you do. The only issue is ever since Apple added auto switching, a lot of us have experienced something way more like rando switching. And I know guessing user intent is really tough, no question, but an active audio stream should just never not ever be interrupted. So the whole system really needs a level of refinement. Not so much with spatial audio though, because that is already legit terrific feels like the future, but where the AirPods Pro make a 3D soundstage feel like it's really up in your head because they're up in your ears and the AirPods Max make it feel like it's all around you, like a theater, sometimes a cavernous theater because they're all around your ears. The AirPods 3 are just somewhere in between because they're on your ears, but not in them, but not around them. It's like an open back. It's not as claustrophobic or as lonely. And I really, really dig the experience. The dynamic head tracking part is also way cool. It lets you treat your iPhone or iPod or Apple TV as a static speaker and you walk around without the audio following you as it normally would with with headphones, but rather like locked as a speaker would. So as you turn, it stays where the speaker is. And it's especially cool with new features like FaceTime group calling because people sound like where they are and it's almost freaky, but normal, but freaky. Now there's no active noise canceling, no transparency mode, no conversation boost, which all require the more multiple and more expensive components of the pro models or the max. And I really love that for travel, for work, for even working out, but they do have adaptive EQ like the AirPods Pro and Max 
And I would argue they need it even more because these aren't in your ear the way the AirPods Pro are. They're more apt to move around a little bit. And this makes sure that the music is adjusted, not just for the unique shape of your ear, but as that relative position keeps changing. Now, the downside is you don't get manual EQ. And I know some people love to set manual EQ. They want it to sound the way they want it to sound, but Apple can't do both right now. They can't do the computational model of adaptive EQ and let you change things manually. But one thing they can do, which is really neat and actually works across all the AirPods, is that you can upload a custom audiogram through the accessibility settings. And I have a friend, uh, he's a musician, and his hearing has been damaged over the years, and he just did this, and he said it gave music back to him. You know, he had an incredibly emotional response because music sounded, again, the way it used to, the way it hadn't in years. So that's a really powerful feature all of the AirPods have that you should absolutely check out as soon as possible. And the new inset mic is also really pretty good especially paired with the new AAC ELD codec for better HD voice. This is the sound of the AirPods 2 mic on a video call. This is the sound of the AirPods 3 microphone on a video call. This is the sound of the AirPods Pro microphone on a video call. I'm not gonna do VO for any videos with them, except maybe in a pinch actually, but for calls, they work more than well enough. And the whole system sounds terrific, again, I'm that monster that listens to podcasts on phone speakers, not the audiophile who won't get out of their music app or bed or whatever for any headphones under 10K. But the AirPods 3 have a really good mix of fairly boomy bass and crisp highs, chocolate overtones, which is a hunt of nut and earthy fruit. And sorry, talking about coffee now, not AirPods. But I will link up some hardcore audio reviews from El Jefe, TLD, The Usual Suspects, so you can get a way better sense of the sound as soon as those hit. But just for me personally, they sound way better than the AirPods 2, if nowhere nearly as good as the AirPod Max, which totally tracks. Now, you get up to six hours of battery life per bud, up by one hour, 30 hours with the case, and you can charge to one hour of listening time in just five minutes if you forget or get stuck or something. I typically rock one bud at a time because mono podcasts and audiobooks, so I can go for days. And both the pods and the case now are IPX4, which means no dust certification, but water and sweat resistance. And yes, that includes the case. So don't go swimming or diving with them or anything, but if they get rained on or splashed, just wipe them off and they should still be absolutely good to go. But the thing is, what really continues to blow my mind through all of this beyond music is the ambient computing, the stuff we've all wanted since Star Trek or just Tony Stark. It's getting directions, workout metrics, notification announcements, even for third-party apps now, and being able to ask for pretty much anything and everything and get it, which is what really makes the AirPods feel like, increasingly like external cybernetics. And so I just all caps love that Apple keeps introducing all of these new features to the top of the line and then paying them down, pushing them down to the entry level because now the base model AirPods have the Pro Design, a magnetic inductive charging case, spatial audio, dynamic IQ, and all of that ambient computing capability all for 180 bucks, which sounds like a lot, but packs in more technology than ever. And if that is just too much for you, Apple's keeping around the OG AirPods 2 for 130 bucks. They don't have all the features, but they don't cost all the money. Bottom line, these are the new baseline, iPhone buds to beat, and they make for one hell of a force multiplier for all of your other Apple gear, especially, yeah, in this new ambient computing world. It's like Nebula makes for these videos. 
That's the streaming service I co-founded with some really thoughtful education creators. And it's where I post all my videos with no ads, no sponsors, and often with bonus and extended content like my iPhone 13, iPad mini 6, and Apple Watch 7 review because I had a bunch of random extraneous thoughts that didn't really fit the fast-paced YouTube vibe, but absolutely fit the nerdier, chiller Nebula vibe. And not just me, but MKBHD, iPhonedo, Georgia Dow, Jordan Harrod, Low Spec Gamer, Real Science, Ali Abdal, Epos Fox, and so many more, all ad-free, sponsor-free on Nebula and bundled in for free when you sign up with today's sponsor at curiositystream.com slash Richie or click the link below. And right now, because you're watching this video, you can get CuriosityStream for 26% off, less than 15 bucks a year, less than the price of a couple of fancy lattes for a whole entire year. And that includes their thousands of amazing documentaries and series like Curiosity Scream, a thoughtfully curated list of shows just perfect for your Halloween vibe. It is the best way to support educational creators directly and the best damn deal in streaming today. For over 26% off Curiosity Stream, less than 15 bucks a year, and Nebula bundled in for free, just click the button on the screen or go to curiositystream.com slash Richie. Clicking that box really helps out the channel, and so does hitting the playlist above for more. Much more on the AirPods, all of Apple's audio. Hit that playlist, and I'll see you in the next video.